0: Listen to The Rewinding Minute with Leon. Thank you for tuning in to The Rewinding Minute. This is the first episode of Season 3, and I'm joined by Alex Russell. What up, guys? So, Alex is, you know, a hip-hop artist, rapper, and uh, we wanted to really talk about, you know, his early beginnings, his current career, and future events and projects that he will release. So... You know, just tell us a little bit about yourself. What's, what makes you different than the other rappers, especially on Long Island? We have a lot of those, you know, hip-hop artists and singers and rappers. What makes you
1: different from them? I think, honestly, I'm really truthful with the lyrics I say. I don't fabricate a lot of stuff. I don't fabricate anything at all, actually. And also, like, my sound. It's, I feel like a lot of rap now is a lot of trap rap, which I like. I feel like I'm a mix between, like, trap and then lyrical rap. And also like I brush up on a little of like the emo rap, like the like XXX and other things like that. But I'm not like, I don't think I'm like fully in one of those genres, which is, I think that's what my sound is. I think I'm a mix of all three. Okay. So, you know, you kind of told us about, you know, a general
0: picture of your sound and where you're really at at the moment. Where'd you begin? Like wh- when did you start at what age and what inspired you to really begin a career?
1: I was 13 and I uh honestly I just started writing out of nowhere it was more of like a way of me like releasing like whatever was in my head I had a lot of family issues and then like relationship issues and it was a way of just like writing it out and you know just once you write something out like and you you get it out of your head it's more of like a release so I just I was just writing to like release stuff and then honestly I just started recording it wasn't really good at first wasn't really good for like six years and then obviously I progressed and I changed my name and everything but um yeah, I just started off by like writing because it like just things in my head. Okay, so
0: you know, you started writing and then you started recording. Where did you post these recordings? Did you make videos? Did you do audio recordings? Was SoundCloud around back then? What type of medium did you
1: use or did you kind of just recorded for yourself? I wasn't really using SoundCloud, it was more of like a YouTube thing. Okay. I was posting videos on YouTube. Again, they weren't really good, they're all down now. Okay. But I was going by the name Arc and, um, yeah. People who know me back then know, like, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was a lot of corny shit, but also, I was 13. Right, right. So, like, you don't, like, the thing that I always was saying about it was, you're not comparing 13-year-old football players to 18-year-old right. football players, but you're right. comparing a 13-year-old rapper to these, like, professional yeah. rappers. So, I feel like no one was really, a lot of people weren't giving me, like, a development stage, Yeah. but, you know, I guess that's just how rap is, and I, you know, I progressed because of all those, like, comments of people being mean and hateful stuff
0: so. okay um before we get into you know comments and feedback from others uh how many name changes did you go through and why did you ch- uh have a
1: change of heart and changing your stage name altogether Uh right, so my first name was Arc, which was from like 13 to 17 and that was just like it's ARK, and that's my initials, if you change the C to a K. I just didn't want to be like an arc, like, a, yeah. like a, you know, one of those <laughs> math things. So <laughs> I was like, all right, so my name's ARK. And then, like, I, as I was releasing music that was, like, not good, people were, like, kind of, like, you know, you know chirping me, saying, like, mm-hmm. ARK, 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 like, you know, being dicks about it. Yeah. So uh, switch from ARK to Alex because I made the song Flame, which is on my SoundCloud still. And like I made it, as soon as I made it, I was like, I gotta change my name. Like, I like, mm-hmm. I have to get away from all that old stuff yeah. and just like rebrand myself. And then I released like probably, I think I released like 15 songs under Alex. And I was like, alright, like Alex is cool, but I can't, you know, no one's able to search me up on Spotify. Mm-hmm. You search up Alex on Spotify, and it's just like these other like singers that like first name Alex, and like right. you weren't able to find me. So I was like, alright, like I had Arc, which was Alex Russell Cicilline. And i Alex. I was like, let me just go by Alex Russell. Right. So I did that. And like, some people like it. Some people don't like it. But I like it. And, and that's what matters. That's, that's what's going to stick for now. And I'm not switching no more. Okay. That's just, that's just. So, you know, after you went from
0: ARC to Alex to Alex Russell, uh, obviously you, you started at 13. What were some of the comments early on? Did you have actual support or were people kind of just
1: saying, you know, keep it up? Like, what did you interpret those comments to be? So I had, like, obviously my friends were telling me it was good, but I also had those friends that were, like, telling me it's good and then going behind my back and be like, oh, that shit's ass. Yeah. And, like, sorry, am I allowed to curse on this? Yeah, you can. All right, yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I want to make sure. Um, you know, they were going behind my back and saying stuff. I, like, honestly, I'd rather hear it. Because, like, back then I wasn't able to take, um... Criticism very well, right. but it's also what helped me progress. Because like the people telling you, oh, it's good, it's good, it's good. Like you're gonna like listen to that and be like, okay, I'm gonna make a song like that then. Like I'm gonna keep going and going and going. Like whereas like someone telling me that's bad because of this, like, so, like that's bad, you have a bad flow. Like right. I'm gonna go fix my flow now. And like I, it took me a while to realize like, all right, these comments of people being like rude to me and like just being assholes, like were actually the ones that were helping me. Right. And the people who were telling me I'm good when I'm not good. Yeah. You know they're being a good friend and they're like trying to make sure I'm like yeah. emotionally good, but at the same time like just tell me I suck like it's cool because like now like people, I've had people comment on my music now like saying like oh this is bad now like I must be like why is it bad like like what don't you like about it like I won't be like mean about it I just be, like right. what don't you like about it and like they'll have a conversation with me about it and they'll be like alright thank you like right. like they like gave me a chance and they didn't like it
0: like
1: right. I back then I took it way too like too much
0: to heart okay. Well, yeah, you know, with with music, with art, with sports, with any passion, it's important to, you know, take everything with a grain of salt. But at the same time, uh, the negative criticisms sometimes are the silver linings because people have that nitpick uh, kind of view on it. So, like, when they, you know, pick something that they don't like, that means th- that could be something you could improve on. And obviously, like you said, you know, friends, family, they're going to, you know, support you. But at the same time, like... They don't know enough because they're not doing it themselves for the most part. Not everyone's, you know, out in that industry. So, what at what age did you really start, you know, kind of making it sound professional with, like, recording studios or, you know, different types of mics and different setups? Like, what
1: kind of tools did you use early on? Um, I Honestly, the biggest help has been my best friend, Mert, who's a producer, and he also sings with some of my songs, and his brother, Ambrose Henry, um, Mert's more of a producer, Ambrose is more of an engineer, but they they both do the same things. Right at first, Mert started mixing all my stuff, and before that, I was just I was on like Audacity and GarageBand, just throwing like right. random like EQs and compressors, and I don't know what they do. Mert had like a grasp of it, so once I started recording with them, it just my music was just so much better. Even though my, like me as a rapper wasn't right. fully developed, like it just sounded way better, and like. Probably that don't that happened like five, six years in. Right. So like before that, it was like there was a there was a really big difference. And like a lot of people noticed it too. Yeah. Um, and it really just started to be like sounding professional when I dropped that song Flame. Right. Because that's when I had Ambrose mixing everything, and Ambrose has like degrees and that stuff. Like. Okay. Um studio-wise, I never I've recorded in a professional studio. I've recorded at uh NYU's Clyde Davis studio. Okay. But I haven't released a song from like a professional studio. All my songs have been from Amber's home studio, right. which he has like a he has a really good microphone and like compressors and everything. I'm like he he knows what he's doing, so I don't I don't need to go rent out a studio for three hundred dollars and make a song because right. of it. So
0: yeah. yeah, and Alex makes a good point because you know it's about who you know at the same time because you know networking collaboration and you don't really need the top notch you know super quality studio and equipment to get it done it, it really only takes really you know what you what you give is what you get so what you give is what you get um so like besides Mert and Ambrose Henry like who have you you know collaborated with in terms of you know releasing a song or producing or even writing a track and what kind of anyone you want to shout out like what's the kind of you know
1: history with you and other artists so, rapper-wise, Wyman is, like, one of the craziest rappers I've ever worked with. He, he's going to be on the show that, uh, I have a show in this, uh, January 2nd at Amville Music Hall. He's going to be right before me. We have a song called, uh, Someone Like Me. And he's, like, honestly, I don't say this about, like, anybody I collaborate with. Right. He, he outdoes me. Like, he's just, that guy is a crazy rapper. Like, if you haven't heard him, like, you got to go check him out, or like, from SoundCloud or whatever. Because, like... I I just haven't heard anyone like it. Like He's really good. And then I mainly work with a lot of singers though. So Lex Haley, who's pretty much like one of my artists, I hit her up on Instagram before she was singing. Like she was, she posted a video on Instagram singing and I just hit her up. I was like, yo, would you want to do a song? And um, ended up like a year later now, like I'm working on music with her and like she's about to drop an EP. So Lex and Wyman mainly. And then Jamie Duraz is another singer I work with and she's actually dropping an EP too.
0: Okay, cool. So, you know, like, um, if you are familiar with Lex Haley, she was on, you know, the season two finale, of the rewinding minute and, uh, Lex and Alex are, you know, pretty frequent collaborators and how, and we kind of talked about that in the last episode about how they met and how their, uh, connection has made their friendship and also their, you know, music career stronger. Um, so, like, let's talk about some of your music. Your, you know, I, I've listened to a few of your tracks on Spotify. Uh, I really like Never Change. It's it's one of my, you know, favorite songs. And and when I say this, don't take this the wrong way, obviously. Like, it sounds very commercial, but in a good way. Yeah. I, I, I could imagine myself, you know, putting it on YouTube or listening it to the radio or some type of kind of music streaming site, like listening to it and hearing, you know, the potential of being, you know, in that you know hip hop genre or even you know rap genre, uh, and I, I think that was a lot of you know good lyrics and a lot of good production. So like, what was
1: for those that haven't heard the song, what is the song about and what does it mean to you, per se? So like, honestly, I think it's one of my most slept on songs. So I think that like I'm glad that you brought that up. But uh, honestly, I was just like I was kind of in a bad place because I was I was talking to this girl. And, like I don't know if you know the line I was like uh uh senior takes your feelings change like yeah, and like yeah. but like it's like mo- mainly I'm in my own head a lot yeah like a lot of things that like happen that I know th- a lot of things that I think happen aren't actually happening okay. like I'm like overthinking a lot of stuff and that song was more of like me kind of coming to a realization that like you know not everything in front of me is, like changing like I'm like Christ. saying like like, a lot of people are, like, jumping ship and, like, oh, like, he's not going to make it a rap, so, like, fuck Like, I'm not going to fuck with him anymore. But, like, people aren't actually feeling that way. Mm. It's more of, like, a... And, like, that's kind of, like, the underlying meaning of the song. It's, like, I'm, like, kind of, like, I'm in my head too much. Right. So, there's a lot of self-doubt that, yeah. you know, plays and you know,
0: like, as much as you're never going to change your ways, it, like, it, sometimes those negative thoughts kind of prevent you from, you know, feeling good about what you're doing and... You know certain things like
1: that. Yeah, and then like in person, I'm really quiet about it. So I say that in the song. In person, yeah. I can't talk about my issues. I just say I fucking hate you. You can not right. I will miss you. Like it's kind of like I'm only talking about my feelings in rap. So right. like, a lot of people don't understand why, like why I'm feeling that way, or like why I'm like, getting distant from them. Okay. So it's yeah, I'm in my head too much. Okay. And um, the song my own right with with Mert. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That that song has you know a very catchy. I I, yeah. I found it very catchy and. Uh, what, what, what's your take on it? What was the scene behind it and what came
1: to kind of, what brought it to life in that sense? So that song was actually made, like almost a year before it was released. It was made with like a different artist and like, it just didn't work out with that artist. And um, I was sitting on it. I only have my first verse on that song and we didn't have a chorus and then we didn't have a second verse. And I was sitting on it and I was like, all right, like this beat is way too good for me to just not release something right. on. Cause Ambrose produced that song. right? So, me and Mert were sitting in his studio, and, like, I was like, Mert, can you just come up with a chorus for this? Like, he, he wasn't an artist at that point. Like, yeah. He, he had, not he, he did, like, one chorus on the song called All That, which is on my SoundCloud. But besides that, he hadn't done anything. And, like, in 10 minutes, he comes up with that chorus. Right. And, like, that's everyone's favorite part. It's my favorite part of the song. And, um comes up with that in 10 minutes, like, records it, puts it, puts, like, autotune on it, and I'm just right. like, all right, we got a song, like, <laughs> and then I make my second verse, which I love my second verse, like, yeah. way more than my first verse in it, because the first verse, verse, I'm doing a lot of trap rap, and the second one, I'm actually rapping, right. and, um, overall, I think the song is carried by that chorus, but a lot of songs are, right, a lot of songs, the chorus is the catchy part, and then the, you know, the verses have to, like, accompany it, but, right. you know, the chorus brings it home, so. That's, that's a lot of people's favorite song. Yeah, Not it's, my favorite song, but. So like,
0: yeah, you can check out, you know, Alex Russell's original music on Spotify, Apple Music, and what else, SoundCloud, or?
1: Uh, I, have, I have my older stuff on SoundCloud, yeah. but uh, mainly it's Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal if you use it. They all get uploaded to YouTube because like the distributor I use uploads them automatically to YouTube. Right. So if you search up the title, like Alex Russell, like my own, it'll pop up on YouTube. Um, but mainly to like those like mainstreaming platforms, right? And uh, if you're uh, familiar with, you know,
0: remixes and song covers, you've you've done a couple with with Lex, and you've also done others as well. Uh, the one that we kind of mentioned in the previous episode, and what Alex Russell was mentioning in the beginning of this episode was Dante's Creek, yeah. Where you guys did that remix and you, you shot that music video. Um, it, it it did pretty well, right? So what was you know, what What was your expectations going in and
1: what's it like since then? So I knew, like, so I hit Lex up knowing she was a good singer and I also knew she was, like, popular amongst her friends. Yeah. And, like, Instagram in general. So I was like, all right, like, this is going to benefit her. It's going to benefit me. Right. Like, so I was like, hey, like, you want to do a remix? And she, like, hit me up with this song, Dante's Creek by They. And I was like, I don't know this song. And I listened to it and I was like, all right, this is good. Yeah. But I was like, it's kind of like, Slow, or whatever, and like Lex was saying in the other interview, like she said, there was something missing in it, right? So, I had Ambrose remake that beat. He remade, he remade the whole beat in four hours. I sent it to him, he remade it four hours, sent it to me. I wrote my verse in like 30 to an hour, yeah. And then a week later, had Lex bring it, uh, brought Lex into Ambrose's house, recorded it there, shot the video, and like that whole remix. Like, I go, I went into it knowing like we're gonna hit like a thousand views in a week, like right, like without a doubt. And we hit, I think we hit like 950. Yeah, and now it's at two thousand seven hundred. So it's like, I knew like that song, like remixing that song. She sa- personally. I think she sounds better than they, the uh, original artists. Right. So like, I went in knowing like that was gonna be like, right. that was just gonna hit. So you know, sometimes
0: it's that intuition. You you get that feeling about a certain song or an album. You jump onto it, and the following kind of follows you. Uh, we can't forget about you know, your recent you know, remix cover release, uh, "Can't Be Broken." Yeah. Uh, uh, Little Wayne. Uh, so it was
1: you featuring Lex.: Or it- it was, we always do Lex, Haley. Yeah. X, Alex Russell.. Yeah. Um, it was mainly like Dante's Creek is mainly her. Yeah, this one's mainly me. She's the one who wants to remix it again, and it was kind of because like the chorus have you heard, ever heard the original song? Yeah, yeah. So the original song, the chorus is like pitched up. And, she just, again, obviously, since it's pitched up, I think she sang it better. And then, like, that was the first time I went on, a, like, a song rapping fast. Like, mm-hmm. before that, my thing was, like, more of just riding a beat. Right. So I was, like, I wrote that song, and I remember I sent a video to Lex, like, rapping it, and she was just, like, people are going to be shook. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, I hope, like, and um, people seemed to like that one a lot, too. That one oh. hit, like, a 1,000 um, in a couple weeks, and then, like, I think it hit 2,000 in, like, 3 weeks, so... That one's doing well, also. Yeah. So, and th- with that one, they shot you know that video inside you know like, actually right here. Yeah, right here. It's, in this basement. It's it's off camera, but yeah. you know, it's 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 a it's, it's a, a one shot video, just rapping, singing, and everything. So I like one shot. Who, sh- who shot that uh, video? So actually, um, originally it was shot by Hritwick, which is uh, a guy who I met through Instagram. Yeah. He went. He goes to Stony Brook. Gotcha. So. He, I don't know how we ended up finding each other but he messaged me asking if I ever want to do a video and right. I was like of course so like um, he came shot it there was something so we shot it using the original audio which I recorded in my basement right. but then once we actually did like that was just like a, it's called a scratch audio which right. is like what you're referencing to but then we went and recorded the actual audio at Ambrose's and the timing was a little different okay. you know just yeah. certain parts of it so we actually had to reshoot the whole video and he's 20-30 minutes away so yeah. I had to Ambrose re- uh, I had Ambrose shoot it and then he edited it okay but I gave him like, the full credits to it and Ambrose was cool with it too because he really he did shoot it and he came yeah. up with the idea of everything so he deserves all that credit he's actually really good at it okay shout out to Critwick it's H-R-W-I-T-I-K I might not have spelled that right I'm pretty sure I did though and if not we'll post those links yeah, in, uh, yeah. available on
0: the minute.com. So we kind of kind of talked about your early beginnings, your present day, your collaborations, and let's talk about your
1: upcoming show in January. What's 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 that going to be like? All uh, right. So I'm the headliner for that show, but JCM Keys and JCM Mace are performing first. They're um, they're separate artists, but they're like in a collaborative group, kind of right. like the like uh, YBN and like all those all those rappers. Um, they're really good. They're almost like a drill rap, which is like Chicago, Chicago style rap. I actually like both of their music a lot. And then Jules Walcott's right after them, and this is like the biggest like genre change in the entire show, which I actually like. She's having a band come on, oh, and wow. she's like she's like alternative rock at this point, but she's did punk rock before and she's done all those types, sh- uh, you know, music. So I think that's going to be like something that like the crowds can actually enjoy because it's. You know, not everyone there is going to come in, like, right. like, you know, hard rap or, yeah. like, uh, R&B. So I think it's a good uh, change of pace. Lex goes after. she. She's going to do her thing. Wyman's right before me. And Wyman, we've already talked about his set. He's going to put on a show. Hmm. And then my set's going to be me and Mert. Okay. And I'm going to bring up people to, um, like, features and stuff. Um, I actually have, well, I'm not going to say his name, but he's going to come from Jersey. Oh. He's on one of my songs. He's coming... Uh, from Jersey to perform, and I'm having a lot of people come up. It's gonna be a long stand, it's gonna be a good show. Okay, so for those that are interested, uh, where's the venue? Amityville Music Hall, and you can actually walk in and buy a ticket at the door, or you can um, hit any of the artists I just named, uh, hit them up and buy a ticket. It's ten dollars per ticket, and or also there's a website for it we can
0: link. Okay, yeah, we'll link that as well. Uh, the show is January 2nd, it's on a, it's on a Wednesday, Wednesday, and the show starts at. Uh, doors open at eight.
1: First person goes on eight thirty.
0: Okay, so you've you've performed at
1: the Amity Music Hall before, right? Yeah, I opened up for Smoke Dizza uh February sixteenth. Okay. So, yeah, so like almost a year ago. So you know what what was
0: what do you think you'll do differently with your next performance? Is your headlining, is there gonna be a, a difference in performance, or is it gonna be the same? Is there anything you could take away from your first?
1: My first performance, I wasn't so like my I didn't I've never rapped into a mic like that before. I've obviously wrapped into um like studio microphones, I never rapped into a performance microphone. Didn't know some things about it and my performance overall was okay, but like looking back at footage on it, I definitely wanna do it way better. I've already practiced my set like hundreds of times and like I I already know this one's gonna be crazy. And like now that it's like my show. Yeah. I don't have like a I had 15 minutes to do like my set right so I had to really narrow down like what I wanted to do whereas this one like even if I have like a couple slip-ups I have a while to like make it up and you know I I already know it's gonna be a good show
0: well you know if you're interested you know go check out all the people that he mentioned because it's going to be you know a very fun diverse show because it's not just you know one mainstream genre it's gonna be a bunch of different genres Uh, and you guys did a photo shoot recently to kind of promote that, right? So yeah. how was that,
1: you know, process like and what's you know, what's your opinion about it overall? So the girls on the photo shoot actually were the ones who came up with it surprisingly not. Um, so Jules and Alex were like, hey, we should do a photo shoot to, you know, promote the show. And like, we're all kind of just like, all right, cool. Um, and it was supposed to be all of us, but Wyman ended up having um, an issue and he wasn't able to come, which is fine. And then JCM Mace and JCM Keys were supposed to come, but they were actually on time. Um I had little little outside of the rap, uh, one of my friends was getting a tattoo in my basement. <laughs> and it took a little while, it took longer than we thought. Yeah. So we had to push the photo shoot back and they weren't available at the time we pushed it. Okay. So unfortunately they weren't able to come. But um it was me, Mert, Lex, and Jules, and it turned out rough. It turned out alright. I actually I wasn't too excited to do it because I'm not a photo shoot kind of guy, um, but it was fun. Okay. Uh, and who who shot the? Can we credit the photographer? Yeah, Tyler Milford. His uh, Instagram name is Tyler Milf underscore, which is it's kind of funny like Instagram name, but like yeah, <laughs> he, he's really good at shooting though. Yeah. So,
0: is there going to be any uh, new music before your new show,
1: or is it going to come after? Is there any? Music on the way future collaborations EP albums you yeah know. So, so I have a music video dropping with my friend uh, Desi bars it's his song um, It's dropping I believe in a week and then I have an EP with Ambrose Henry coming out mid uh, December we don't have a specific date for it yet but it's actually gonna be like a very different EP from what I usually do it's gonna be he produces more EDM pop mm-hmm. and I'm not in that yeah, genre yeah. at all but he's like he, he asked me to get out of my comfort zone a little bit so right. I did it And the songs are coming out good. I'm kind of curious to see how people react to it. Okay. So, you know, it's a change of pace, but,
0: you know, I think having, you know, diversity in your sound can help you, you know, broaden your horizons, you know, with people that are already, you know, liking your sound and also people that are into that EDM kind of pop. Um, Yeah. And that's what
1: I pride myself on too, being versatile. So I got to do it. Right. I can't can't be like, no, it's too outside of my genre. Like, I, I say oh, I could do this, I could do that, so I gotta do it. Right. So, what is the end goal, you
0: know, besides, you know, the music that you will make, currently make, and, you know, just the, the fun and the, the journey you have with a lot of your
1: friends and collaborators? What's, what's the end goal for Alex Brazl? Um I don't really think I got an end goal, because, like, I feel like if I have an end goal, if once I reach it, I'm going to feel, like, really complacent. Mm. Okay. It's like, cause I, I had an interview uh, done a year ago before the first show I did, and I said like I really want a platinum record. Right. And I'm like obviously I really want a platinum record. That's 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 gonna be my first big accomplishment. Right. Um, but that's not where I'm gonna be complacent at. My goal right now is to you know steadily build myself up to a point where I can pull up. I don't want to pull up off of one song. I wanna yeah. I wanna have a song hit like 000, 000, then, <laughs> then a hundred thousand, then two hundred thousand, then hit a mail. I don't want to just blow up off one song because I feel like the quicker you blow up, the quicker you fall off. Right. Um, but I want to blow up eventually. And then instead of signing to a label, I'd rather do almost like a Rich the Kid type of thing. I know they all signed deals.
0: Yeah.
1: But they all also created their own record label.
0: Okay.
1: And I want to actually take like artists and develop them. Right. Because like like I was mentioning with Lex, she's like kind of like my artist. Yeah. How I had those learning curves in the beginning where I was like not really sure what I was doing She was able to skip those learning curves because I was able to just bring her right into Ambrose's studio Have her record, he mixed everything, shot a video It's And I feel like if I did that for artists, they'd develop a lot quicker And they would be way more talented than a lot of the people who are big right now And I would financially back them up So that's my end goal right now. I want to be able to eventually make a label I don't want to just be a rapper who blows up and does shit ton of drugs. Yeah, that's it Like I I don't really fuck with drugs like right so, So, you know talking
0: about you know His future and you know the idea of having a label and kind of being like a mentor and having you know a platform for people to kind of build up like that's very important because a lot of people you know You would know, you know, you see a lot of you know producers rappers singers like they try and just hit everybody up and get some collaborations get some beats get some things going like it's really hard without a team or a label um and you know you know you've had you know the help with Mert and Ambrose Henry and all your other kind of friends and you know uh artists in that realm It's it's been very you know a good foundation to build because you could build you basically built it from the bottom that you started building more so like you know you helping out Lex and kind of you know, in a sense, managing, you know, her her path and giving her, you know, advice you wish you kind of had. Dude. Um, it's been a good start, and I think I a lot of people appreciate that, even though they might not know, but now they do because you've done more than just be a rapper. You yeah, okay. you write your music. Yeah. And how how is that process for you? Like, do you have uh, collaborators when you write, or you kind of just write all on your own? No,
1: I write all on my own. Um, usually, I just play a beat. Most of the time, it's just a YouTube beat. Just go on YouTube, find a beat. Because I don't have the luxury of having tons of producers around right. me. Mert's my main producer, but he goes away to college. Right. Um, so I don't have the luxury of having a lot of producers around me, so I go on YouTube, I'll search up a, like a, kind of like a mood, they call it tight beats, yeah. which like you just search up like a boogie tight beat. Right. Play it, I'll just write, it, and I just, I kind of come up with a song then, and then I'll have someone remake a beat. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, yeah, I wrote this over that, Ambrose want to remake this right. and like he doesn't make obviously remake the exact beat He'll make a different beat with the yeah. same BPM and that's how usually my original songs come out or sometimes I just lease the YouTube beat right, but I don't want like a team of writers around even if I blow up like I don't yeah. want a team of writers around me just because I think that like Especially as a rapper if you have writers around you like how much how how, <laughs> how much of what they're what you're rapping about yeah. is true Right. Because they don't they don't know you like exactly so I think for singers it's different. I think singers, you know, the content, for singers what would mainly drive that that genre like of R&B and pop is like their actual voice. Right. Whereas with rap, like you have so many weird voices, but like their contents would drive it. So I think writers for singers is fine, writers for rappers isn't isn't
0: cool. Okay. Um have you Written music for other artists. You don't have to name them, if yeah. just because you know, obviously there's you know confidentiality and kind of things. You kind of just want to keep under the radar. But like, have you written for other artists you wish you kind of kept the lyrics to, or did you write things that were kind of like, and yeah, this is not really applicable to me, but
1: I could see someone else use it. Yeah, I've written a couple songs for us. Like, I like after they record it and release it, yeah. I'm like, I kind of wish I kept that. But like at the same time, it's like I'm helping them yeah. out, yeah. and like. I do have writing credits on them. Like, I'm not gonna name whatever songs or whatever, but if you check writing credits, yeah, you see my name on it. So it's like I do get credit for it, and I do end up getting paid for it if it does blow up. Right. So yeah, I wish I kept it, but it's also another outlet for me to blow up from. Right. Some people blow as writers first, and then they get into the like they get a foot in the door that way. Yeah. So I'm gonna try doing it both ways.
0: Yeah, like you know, not just to kind of you know give a shout out to uh, Benny Blanco. Like he he was you know a producer for a lot of you know. mainstream artists and then like he has that song East Side with you know uh Halsey and Khalid it's just like well this guy's been around for a long time it's or like people that write songs for other people like they've been around for a long time. It's just that you know a lot of their career is focused on you know helping people shoot up instead of them kind of spreading out. So we've talked about a lot of different parts of your music career. But what inspires you to write your lyrics? Like, is it a personal uh, connection you have with it, or is it something you
1: witness from other people that you could kind of empathize with? Um, Lyric-wise, like my inspiration just comes from however I feel. So, like, right now I'm having an issue because I'm, like, having a great time in my life right now. Yeah, like, yeah. So, so I like... don't know what to write about. Like, I'm, I, 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 I just texted Lex. I was like, yo, like, I'm having such a bad writer's block right now. Yeah. Cause I, like, I'm having, like, you know, like, I not to sound like a depressed person, but, like, when I have my, like, worst times in life, yeah. I come out with the best song, right? And, like, all my friends are, like, like, oh, don't talk to this girl or she's going to break your heart. I'm, like, I hope she breaks my heart. Like, <laughs> like that's how y'all got flamed. <laughs> like, all these songs that you guys yeah. like, like, it's from, like, you know, personal heartbreaks and stuff. So, I need, I'm, not that I need something bad to happen, yeah. but most of my songs do come from something bad happening. Right. So, it's, like... it's. A, double-edged sword, you know? You gotta take one for the team sometimes. Exactly. That's why, I tell, that's why I tell people who listen to my music. I'm just like, listen, Like, I can get heartbroken as long as you guys like the music. Right. If you guys don't like the music, then I'm done getting heartbroken. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, it's simple.
0: So, uh, we've talked about, you know, writing for other artists and having credits on their songs. What are some, you know, local artists you would want to collaborate with and, you know, what are some, you know, you know, more like dream
1: Collaborations. Yeah. Local artists, I like collaborating with a lot of singers. Yeah. Um I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Dream Collaborators first and then I'll yeah, get back sure. to the local ones. Sure. Dream Collaborators, my four like major influences yeah. right now. It always changes, but right now, Black, who actually you guys can't see it's off camera, he's actually hanging on my wall right now. Um not in a weird way. Uh <laughs> A Boogie, Russ, and Will Skies. If I could collaborate with any of those guys, like yeah. Ever that'd be crazy, um, and then local artists. I've spoken to some like people who sing like again like what Lex was doing. Yeah, where they they're singing on Instagram. Um, I've spoken to a lot of girls who sing on Instagram who I'm going to collaborate with. Yeah, but they're not artists yet, so I'm not gonna say their name. Um, let me just name a rapper. <laughs> Easier. Huh. Uh... There's a rapper who went to the same uh, high school as me, gal Breeze, who I collaborated with a year ago, who I think he's awesome, and that his friend Crack is like the craziest lyricist I've heard around here. Wow. Okay. And I want to to work with him. I haven't actually contacted him. Yeah. He knows I like his music just because I've posted on my... Like, if I like something, yeah. I'm not like a weirdo and I'm not going like, to keep it to myself. Yeah. I'll post it on my story, right. and I'll like, tag the person, so like, he's, he knows I fuck with his music. Yeah. Um, I want to collaborate with both of them because... You gal yeah, Breeze is also a producer. Okay. So he produced the whole thing and then rapped on it, like I think it would come out as a really good song.
0: Okay, cool. So, you know, if if you guys are watching it, you know, just hit Alex Russell up now. I mean, if you made it this far, uh, yeah. you might as well just hit him up right now. Uh, <laughs> and what you were talking about, you know, this upcoming E P that you, you did with Ambrose, right? Um is it a long EP? Can you give us a little sneak peek? You don't have to tell it's, us too much, but just to kind of give a,
1: a general overview of what it might be besides right. the genre type. So it's a five song EP. Yeah. The first song's featuring Lex. And my, I, I don't, I haven't said this, but if you've listened to my music since I dropped Flame, Flame was the intro to an EP. Every single intro I have to an EP is yeah. covering like a, a topic that's like really messed me up. Okay. So Flame was about a girl was is also a double entendre for a girl, and it was it was relative to music. So every line in that you can either relate to a girl or music. Yeah. People don't know that also. Um, now they do. Uh, and then I have side M and side A which right. are deep topics. So this one's gonna be the same thing. It's called Slave for You. Okay. It's like, yeah, you can kind of get it with the title. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be featuring Lex, and then the rest of the four songs are all just me and Ambrose. Okay. Um, the second one's really pop. And then the other one, it's a mix of pop and trap. So I had him like do pop tracks, and yeah. I was like, all right, just like add some trap drums. Like, yeah. don't make me completely fruity. Like, <laughs> like people aren't gonna like me if I, if I sound fruity.
0: So yeah, that's a little sneak peek of "Slave for You," uh, yeah. and you know, obviously, I'll promote this, you know, the EP when it drops because I think I like your sound, and obviously, like, I gotta check out more of your, you know, past and previous music just cuz we only met recently so like i haven't really had the chance to really dive deep but i definitely like what you've done so far for yourself and for the people that you've surrounded yourself with i think it adds a different element because you know not not to make you know a lot of comparisons but you you think of like you know young money like when they used to kind of just do everything together or you know like asap mob they kind of did stuff in the beginning or just other you know groups and other labels that kind of just kind of start all things off together and they kind of branch off separately but you kind of done everything on you've all done individual things but kind of met in the middle at points so we've covered a lot of topics throughout the interview is there anything that we missed is there anything you want to share that we didn't cover or you think you want people to know about you Alex Russell I don't think so I mean if you got any other questions I'll answer them but I don't I don't think we missed anything okay so this isn't really a question but it's more of like a command tell us your you know your uh your tags and your your links you know where can we find you and uh obviously this will all be put down in the description of the video and the interview
1: but just for the verbal all right so Twitter is underscore Alex Russell underscore uh unfortunately there's a guy who's an actor he's way more famous than I am <laughs> named Alex Russell so I had to go with that way. Instagram is Alex Russell underscore underscore and then Snapchat's just Alex Cicillini, my last name, C-I-C-I-L-L-I-N-I. Don't stab me anything weird, if you, unless you want to. But, uh, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs>
0: so, and how can we find you on uh, Spotify and Apple Music and Tidal?
1: Like, how um, what, what should we search? If you just <laughs> search up Alex Russell, it's R-U-S-S-E-L-L. You'll find me. I'm probably the only Alex Russell on Spotify, at least the most viewed one, because it pops right. up as soon as I search it up and yeah. my friends search it up. So, that should be fine. Okay,
0: so uh, be sure to check out his links and his music and his content. Oh, how about SoundCloud? Is that something you want to share, or is that kind of just like, hey, let's just let's do a little research in order to find your content? Or yeah, you I'll, let people, I'll let people dig for that.
1: If you look through my Twitter,
0: if you scroll all the way down my Twitter, you'll find it. All right, so that that's the job for you. You guys go look for it on SoundCloud and kind of just expose him. You know? <laughs> but other than that, um, make sure to you know hit him up and. You know when you go on his profile on Instagram and you'll, you'll see all the you know what we'll, you'll see the photo shoot that we were talking about and those artists are all gonna be at the show some of them are missing like Wyman and the JCM crew but uh, they'll be there as well and the guy that you mentioned from Jersey he'll be there as well uh, if you want to buy tickets you know you could contact Alex Russell or you could contact any other artists or you could buy tickets at the door Amityville Music Hall January 2nd, Wednesday, doors open at 8. And if I forgot any other details, you know, like I said a million times, I'll post everything for you to view. Um, I don't know, man, I don't really have any questions for you because I feel like you've kind of been very upfront about everything that you've talked about in terms of your inspiration with your music and where you feel like you want to be headed. Um, I think we'll definitely get you back on another show, man. I, I look forward to attending your show i can't make promises i'm not the type of guy that makes empty promises but if i can if i find other people that want to tag along i'll definitely show up because i think that's something you know for for me that's something like hey i I actually got to interview these people and i want to see them live and it's it's not very often you get to see live performances especially from you know people that are local you know like most of the times you might go see a concert but they're all mainstream you're never going to meet them you're never going to talk to them but uh, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your day no to be on this interview. Uh, so thank you for watching uh, and listening to the Rewinding Minute, and also just a you know self promo, you know humble brag. Uh, I'm starting to really promote Narrate Yours because I, I want to focus a lot more on apparel, music, and lifestyle, fitness. So you know Alex is technically the first. Alex Russell is technically the first person that's going to be featured on Narrate Yours. That's part of the f- the new brand, it's not a rebrand, but it's, I'll stop talking, you know, you've heard enough. Uh, This is season three opener. Um, Forgot what episode we're on. No, episode 29. (laughs) Take care.